Hi everyone and welcome to DLMD On Air. Today's episode I want to discuss fasting. There is a lot of interest and a lot of studies going on with regards to fasting um, in the, it's, it's basically quite recent, but uh, I come from a culture where my mother fasted, my grandparents fasted, my great-grandparents fasted. So for us, fasting was part of our religious belief, but as a doctor, um, especially as a young doctor, I never thought it was in any way um, healthy because we do a typically dry fast, so I thought the dehydration was very bad for the body, but we had to do it for religious purposes. And now I see that there are so many studies and so many people actually um, fasting, whether it's a dry fast or a water fast or other types of fasts that they do, and studies are beginning to show again and again the benefits of fasting. So for this, podcast, I really want to maybe define, talk more about the different types of fasting because a lot of people use fasting interchangeably and they don't define what type of fasting they do or what type of fasting they mean. So I'm going to try and make it all easy for you and give you an indication of what I do um, when I fast. There are different types of fasting and um, there is something called a dry fast, a water fast, um, and a juice fast. So a dry fast means you do not eat or drink anything during the fast. Water fasting means only drinking water. Some people will allow specific herbal teas during a water fast, but most people, when they say water fast, they mean only water. And then, of course, there's juice fasting, where the only thing you're allowed to drink is juices. Now, I'm gonna just forget about juice fasting. I, I, I don't see it as fasting, quote unquote. When I say fasting, I mean either a dry fast or a water fast, and I usually specify which one um, I mean. A lot of uh, religious communities actually observe fasting and you have um, Judaism which has um, a dry fast, uh, Christianity has fasts, Muslims have a dry fast, and Hindus have something called the Ikadashi which is dry fasting for 36 hours every fortnight. I personally now today I'm in the middle of a month-long intermittent dry fast. Now, what does that mean? It means that from sunrise to sunset, I do not eat or drink anything. And once the sun sets, I am allowed to eat and drink what I want until the next sunrise. So what I personally do is when the sun sets, I break my fast with water and about a quarter of a half or a half cup of freshly uh, pressed 
uh, carrot juice with a little bit of spinach or celery juice, or sometimes I just don't have any of those green juices. Um, then I try and eat something very light, like a soup. And then a few hours later, I might have um, whatever's available and whatever we've cooked that day. Then just before going to bed, I will have um, some chia seed pudding. I'll have half an avocado. I'll have maybe uh, blueberries, activated nuts. Um, and during the time that I'm able to eat and drink, I drink a lot of water and I hydrate. And then I start my fast probably by 2, 3 a.m. because I'm sleeping by that time. And then I don't break my fast till 7 p.m. the next day. And I do that for a month. Now, a lot of people, including myself, really, when I started out, when I was young, I always thought that with dry fasting, you know, don't you need water to flush out toxins? Um, and isn't dry fasting dangerous? Because um, you're not taking in adequate amounts of um, hydration. I personally feel that if you're going to dry fast, do an intermittent dry fast. Make sure you're not out working or playing in the sun. If you are, don't dry fast on that particular day. What I've been looking at is the work of a Russian scientist. And he's done a lot of research into dry fasting and Russians used uh, dry fasting successfully after the Chernobyl disaster to help heal victims of radiation exposure when other therapies have failed. Denying yourself fluids or not hydrating yourself during the day doesn't mean you're going to immediately dehydrate. Your body starts breaking down fat cells to produce the water it needs. And um, there's a Russian scientist who estimates that every day the body is able to produce over a liter of metabolized water this way. Now, I haven't seen any further studies that can assert to this, but um, it is interesting to note. And um, it is thought that the toxins that are in the blood are removed, or the toxins that are in the body that are, are removed from the body this way through metabolized um, water, through uh, me metabolizing your, your fat cells or adipose tissue. Let's talk about water fasting now. I haven't myself done a water fast because um, water fasting to me, I'm just not um, I don't feel that confident doing it. I don't know very much about it, how I'm supposed to feel. I've been doing dry, intermittent dry fasting almost all my life. So to do a prolonged water fast, I find I'd like to try it out, but I want to be under uh, supervision when I do. And I think, and my advice would be that if you're thinking of doing a water fast, to do an intermittent water fast, 
do not do a prolonged water fast unless you really, really know what it entails, what it's about, and what you're putting yourself through. Um, I follow this amazing doctor called Peter Atia, and he does about seven-day water fasts. Um, and he's found a protocol that works for him. I believe he takes specific magnesium supplements to prevent cramping and, and other things. So if you're interested in water fasting, um, you can follow him. He's got an amazing podcast. I personally would advise people who want to begin fasting to do what I do, which is the intermittent dry fast, or do an intermittent water fast, which is the same exact thing, but from sunrise to sunset, you can drink water. Instead of it being a dry fast, it's a water fast, and then once the sun sets, you can have healthy food and um, hydration, of course, and then you begin again the next day from sunrise to sunset, all you have is water. So intermittent water fasting, intermittent dry fasting is something that yes, I feel comfortable recommending as long as you know yourself. Do not push yourself. If you feel lightheaded in any way, if you feel you can't handle it, break your fast. Your body is crying out and saying, I can't do this. So caloric restriction was found to promote lifespan across all species, from yeast cells to animals and to humans. So what is, what are, not what is, what are the benefits of fasting? Well, you've got decrease in blood sugar, decrease in inflammation, uh, mental clarity, anti-tumor properties, possible life-prolonging aspects. Um, the body can repair itself. It stimulates the immune system and it helps lengthen your telomeres. Now, what are telomeres? They protect the ends of your DNA and as you age, your telomeres get shorter and shorter. However, there are a few things that can um, your, so your telomeres get shorter and shorter as you age, which studies have shown that the shorter your telomeres, the shorter your lifespan. So what you want to do is help lengthen telomeres. And there are a few things that do help lengthen telomeres. And um, fasting is one of them. So is exercise. And uh, so is a good diet. Exercise. Um, especially resistance training and cardio can lengthen telomeres. Meditation has also shown to lengthen telomeres because stress has been shown to shorten telomeres. And um, another benefit to fasting is it's an anti-aging intervention and it stimulates autophagy. Now what is autophagy or autophagy. It is, in simple terms, where the body clears the damaged cells um, that it has. And you can induce autophagy through fasting or through exercise. I have heard um, a lot of people get good results and relief from pain um, with fasting. There was a lady who has dry fasted for 24 hours. This lady did not eat or drink. And she did that 
three times on three separate occasions. And she says that it was a miracle cure for getting rid of my arthritic knee pain. Um, and it worked so well for her. I see a lot of people who have joint inflammation where fasting has helped. If you're thinking of doing it for your health, then yes, I do support it. If you suffer from chronic pain, if you suffer from inflamed joints, um, you should probably try it. You might find some relief. But remember, when you break a fast, it's really important not to eat junk, not to eat um, high sugar, high inflammatory foods. Try and keep it very clean and very healthy. Another question I get asked a lot is, can we exercise during fasting? I personally don't like to exercise during fasting. I don't like pushing my body while I'm fasting. I think of it as, or I think of fasting as a mental detox and as a body detox as well. And my body is doing enough work internally, trying to uh, fix things. So I tend not to exercise until after sunset where I've broken my fast and then I'll do um, exercise. The only exception is I do tend to do yoga uh, while I'm fasting. I don't mind doing that. So whether or not to exercise while you're fasting, I think you need to make that call. But if it's rigorous exercise, I would say no. Um, a walk is okay, gentle stretching is okay, but if you're going to be sweating a lot, um, then I would say no, don't leave it for after the fast. Another thing I don't recommend during fasting is saunas or sweating. I don't even um, do saunas uh, after sunset, so even when I've broken my fast, I don't do saunas during that month long of intermittent fasting, I leave it for later. You just don't want to stress your body. Um, your body is under enough stress as it is, and I think by doing too much and fasting at the same time, you're putting your body through undue stress, and it might backfire, so all the good you're trying to do with fasting is just not going to happen because you're just pushing your body too much and this you really look at your fasting days as a time for your body to recuperate and regenerate and regenerate tissue and get rid of the bad tissue or the bad cells that that are in your body so i hope this podcast has helped clear uh, some of the misinformation around fasting and also give you uh, clarity into the types of fastings, uh, fasting that there is and also give you an indication of what I do um, with regard to fasting. So thank you very much for listening. This is Dr. L saying goodbye and I wish you good health.